When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because I'm going to watch the Barbie movie at 10 o'clock tonight. Ooh. Should I go watch the Barbie movie? It should, you, right? You should. Why are be you? a fun hang for that. Nobody uh, nobody wants to go with me. Aww. Nobody invited me. Okay. I'm going to see it tonight and I'm going to see it tomorrow. Now, hold on. <laughs> Isn't that too much? You haven't watched this movie. How? I'm, I'm sure you're going to come out saying it is... A bold step forward for feminism or whatever. I just I already know that's gonna happen, but the fact that you bought two tickets already. So here's why, why is it? Yeah. Okay, so here's what happened. Uh, a friend of the podcast, Tom Hamlet of host of Dumpster Dive, he invited me to go watch the Barbie movie with him mm-hmm. and uh, co-host of the podcast. I'm the cute one, Donnie, um, to go see it in the city. So I was like, yes, we're going to go watch it in the city. So I was like, I got my my gay friends. <laughs> going to go watch with them in New York City. We're going to go get some Mexican or we're gonna, yeah, we're going to get some Mexican food beforehand and we're going to go watch it tomorrow night. And then um my local friends, mom friends that I have here, they were like, when are we going to go watch the Barbie movie? And I was like, "Ooh, I already got tickets to see it on Saturday night." And they were like, "Are you opposed to seeing it on Friday?" And I said, "No." Thinking that we would not get tickets for today. Uh-huh. But we did get tickets for today and it's at 10.15. So I'm going to have to do cocaine tonight so that I can stay up and watch the Barbie movie. Because I don't know how I'm supposed to stay up and watch a movie at 10 p.m. on a Friday night. Now, a couple of points. I asked you if you wanted to watch the Barbie movie tonight <laughs> with a couple of friends. And you said, no, I already have plans. <laughs> I, as I was telling the story, I realized I was like, "When did he ask me to watch that? And yeah, why did I, did I say no?" You're a bad person. You're a bad <laughs> sister. <laughs> do you remember my Barbies? I do remember. I remember all of them. Well, I don't oh. know if I remember all of them. I remember the. I remember the Personally. house. <laughs> um, I remember the house. I remember the yeah. basketball hoop. I was yeah. really excited about that. Mm-hmm. I remember the McDonald's. There was a big M sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, Skipper. I think also, you have- Skipper came with the McDonald's because that was her job. Oh, she that's worked, right. And then you would press a button and it would say, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? <laughs> do you think Skipper would be making $14 minimum wage now? Or do you think she's still stuck on $225? I don't think. I think Barbie sent Skipper as just like, uh, like you know, this is a fun job for you to have for a yeah. day. And I don't think that Skipper got her cut. <laughs> what I'm saying is Barbie is a big sister manager and maybe she's going <laughs> Skipper. <laughs> and you're going to go support this twice 100%. without me. What okay, if well, I can get tickets for the 1015 show myself? It was very sad, by the way, because that's like in less than four hours. 
and yeah. I have no Friday night plans oh. um, because I just I know, I'm so sad. Um, if I can if I can get tickets for myself, should I come with you, or would that be awkward for you and your friends? No, I would love that. Actually, I would really really enjoy that. We're gonna go to Penang beforehand. Do you Ooh, remember Penang? You remember, of course, I remember. You going to East Hanover? That's right. AMC. Oh, yeah. they redid that. That's a nice theater. Yeah. Hey, how about you don't give everybody the details of where I live? <laughs> well, how many Penangs do you think there are in New Jersey? <laughs> Several, no? I think there's at least two. Okay, well, it's... So if you are interested in stabbing somebody tonight, <laughs> please... <laughs> if you're interested your in helping Raheel with a murder of his sister... Yes. What do you call that? Fratricide? 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 Fratricide would be fratricide. if we killed my, if we brothers killing each other, right? Well, I mean that's always on the table. <laughs> what do you call like when a brother kills a sister? I don't think um, there's actually a word for it because a brother and brother are a are, are a stronger relationship than a brother and a sister. A brother and sister relationship is essentially meaningless, <laughs> as evidenced by the fact that you did not invite me to either one of your Barbie viewings. <laughs> I mean, you can still come. That was so half-assed. I'm like texting right now, yeah. and I didn't even look up. I'm looking up. Is there a name for when a brother murders a sister? And it's called uh, justification or justified. That's terrible. That's a terrible thing to say. That's awful. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Um, yeah, I think it's just, uh, yeah, okay, fratricide is the only one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that there's one for um, sisters. I think it's just siblings. Oh, no, sororicide. Mm-hmm. Ooh, of course. <laughs> Duh. It was right there. Duh. <laughs> now, is that sisters killing sisters? Or is that brother killing, killing sister? one sister. So okay. if I was to kill you, it would be fratricide. And if you killed yes. me, it would be sororicide. Um, <laughs> oh, there's also siblicide, which is the killing of an infant. Oh, my God. No, this is really sad. <laughs> Why are we going down this road? <laughs> there are so many types of homicide, honestly. Why yeah. do we have such specific um, words for killing of one's family members? Well, fratricide I get because it's Cain and Abel. That's like mm-hmm. the, the first murder. So you need a name for that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, the sister stuff is... It's just sad, man. Sororicide seems like, you know what? Thanks a lot, feminists. They were like, <laughs> we want one too. Sororicide is going to be, uh, it sounds like something that you get at the Barbie movies. <laughs> like a side of sororicide. Sororicide sounds like um, something that, uh, oh, what's it called? Um, what's that What's that drug? Things are getting clearer. Dave, Sky Rizzy. Sky Rizzy would be for sororicide. <laughs> To treat your sororicide? <laughs> if your sororicide is acting up, consult a doctor. <laughs> oh, boy. We should Do you point know that out- there's a new Sky Rizzy song? I did not know that. What, Sky Rizzy is for HIV? Is that that one? No. no. Is that, is that- I think it's for um, uh, skin stuff. Oh, it's skin stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is the HIV one? Duplexa? Aplexa? Something I don't like know. I don't know. You should point out what you were going to say. I was, I was just going to say, we should point out, we're talking about all this murder. They just caught a serial killer not too far away in Long Island. Oh, for what? 
You haven't heard? What, what muse do you watch? Okay, first of all, calm the fuck down. Secondly, I actually avoid true crime stuff. Do you know that about me? It makes me uncomfortable. I also avoid like true crime stuff, but this has been all over the news. The Gilgo Beach murders. You haven't heard about this? Well, can you tell me about it? I said no, I don't know. <laughs> it's really scary, man. So there's this guy, like an architect that they just <gasps> arrested. Um, he, uh, so they arrested him in connection with four murders, but okay. they think that it could really be like 10 or 18 or something like that. Um, he was targeting young women. Um, I think they were sex workers, the four that are connected to him right now. Um, mm -hmm. And he just lived a regular, like he was just a regular family man out in Long Island. Well, not regular family, man, because apparently his house was like dilapidated and stuff like that. But um, yeah, they just caught him. It's crazy. It's really scary. Oh my God. 59 years old. Not even that old. Yeah. Yeah. So when he did it, when he started, he was probably like in his early 40s or late 30s. Bananas. <sighs> you know what? Men... What's going on? Is it? Are you embarrassed to be a man sometimes? Absolutely not. I love oh. it. I love every single thing about it. I understand that there is trash human beings out there. I understand yeah. that uh, the fact that this world is built um, in uh, in the you know by men um, and uh -huh. it leads to a lot of problems and stuff like that. I am fully aware of that. Sure. Having, having said that, being a dude is fucking amazing. Well, I yeah, love being you, a dude. You live in a world that is made for you. Yep. Yeah. Get away with so much stuff. Like sometimes so I'm like, this stuff. is stupid. This is why am I? How am I getting away with this? It's crazy. <laughs> what are you getting away with? <laughs> Showing my ankles mostly. <laughs> Showing my ankles and my wrists. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I have a question for you. Um, I sent you yes. a bunch of stuff that had happened, or I, I sent you like a an agenda about things, but um. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if I really care. It was not on that. What? Fratricide was not Fratricide on the agenda. Fratricide was not on the agenda for today. But did you hear about the latest news about Ariana Grande? No. Why would I care about Ariana Grande? Okay, first of all, I am you so, need to what? watch your tone. Who, no, I'm going to talk. To, I'm going to tell you. Okay, I'm going to tell you about it. You're like, there's a serial killer that they caught in Long Island. Yes, did you hear yeah. about it? And I'm like, did you hear about Ariana Grande? <laughs> okay. She was at Wimbledon. I did yes. see that. So this is a, this is the thing. She was sitting next to Jonathan Bailey. I don't think you know who he is. He's from Bridgerton. Nope. Um, he's a very handsome man, also a gay man um, from Bridgerton. And everybody was like, is Ariana Grande dating Jonathan Bailey? And everybody was like, no, that's a gay man. Relax. And also she's married. But then and she was sitting she was sandwiched between Jonathan Bailey and Andrew Garfield. And OK. okay and she looked like she was having a good time. Right. And then the next day, it was all the stuff that she and her husband – did you even fucking know that she was married? No. She's married to some guy named Dalton Gomez. I don't know who this man is. And Great. they're getting a divorce, right? So that happens. But then, Raheel, I'm <laughs> going to send you the picture of the man that Ariana Grande has been tied to most recently, Okay. So then there was a news that came out that there's because she's working on the Wicked movie, which is obviously on hold because of the strike. Um, but she's working on the Wicked movie and the guy, one of her co-stars from it is this guy named Ethan Slater. OK, I'm going to I'm going to text you a picture of this man. Um, and you're going to say, really? I'm excited. 
I can't wait to see your reaction. He's um, famous for being the lead uh, on the SpongeBob musical. Good God. <laughs> really? <laughs> Good for you, Ethan? Ethan, no, but really, get this. So the rumors come out that she's reportedly dating this guy, Ethan Slater. And the weird thing is that Ethan Slater on his Instagram is married with a child. Oh. Rande has even liked posts that he's made about his wife and about his children. Are we sure they're not just friends? Is this like a known thing? Nobody knows. Because they were also saying that she was dating fucking Jonathan Bailey, who's like not uh, even a straight man. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, but... They she liked all his old posts and apparently they've been friends for a while, whatever. So they're like, maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. And then the weird thing was that Ethan Slater made his Instagram private. He didn't say like I'm not dating her. He made his Instagram private, which is like kind of a weird thing to do if you uh-huh. were supposedly not dating this person. Because people started posting about how Ariana Grande is a weirdo because she's been liking all of his posts specifically about his wife. And about his children or child. And that would be a weird thing to do if you're also now dating this man secretly. And it that could. No, oh, sorry, there's more. No, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I'm just saying, I mean, this gentleman, mm-hmm. uh, I, I've never seen him before. Um, he doesn't, you know, he looks like an actor dude type of, type of guy, but he's not exactly like leading man actor dude. Just no. by looking at him or whatever, yeah. I don't think that he probably he probably doesn't have like a big following or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I would just imagine, you know, if you know, once Ariana Grande's fans get a hold of it, they're going to be all over his Instagram. So maybe he was just protecting his wife and his child. Possibly, yes, right. The one would think, but then people on the internet started being like, actually, Ariana Grande has a history of being with men who are with other women. So remember he was with Big Sean? She was with Big Sean. And he she started dating Big Sean. Apparently, Naya Rivera, rest in peace. She was engaged to Big Sean. And Naya Rivera says that she had caught Ariana Grande at Big Sean's house while they were still engaged. And then she dated Big Sean for a little while. Cassie David, who is uh, Pete Davidson's ex-girlfriend, daughter of Larry David, says that Pete Davidson dumped her in a text message just one day before she learned through Instagram that Pete Davidson was dating Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. There's like all these other other things too. Like Mac Miller, when she was dating Mac Miller, he also had a girlfriend before and then he suddenly broke up with his girlfriend and started dating Ariana Grande. So my point is here, Ariana Grande, quite a pretty little man stealer, this one. Now, I like how you call her a pretty little man stealer. <laughs> but if she was a man, you would trash her for stepping in on all these relationships. I mean, also, hilariously, we like raged against Raquel for six months. <laughs> yeah. Because she stole somebody's man, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're like, good for you, Ariana. I mean, I, by the way, I don't think it's good. I'm like, Ariana Grande, what's going on, honey? What's the deal? Remember- also, have you seen her lately? No. Well, I think she was, she had blonde hair or something, right? She looks like a platinum blonde, browless <laughs> Korean woman right now. <laughs> Whoa. 
right. No, I'm serious. She has completely changed her face. She's done the, the surgery that a lot of actresses are doing nowadays where they make their eyes look more Asiatic. What? It's very problematic. Yeah, they do Isn't like a... Is mascara? No. Did you just get that mascara. effect with mascara? No, no. They do like a... It's called a... Let me try to do it on camera for you. It's like they do this thing where they pull... They literally pull back their eyes. What you're doing right now got the Spanish basketball team banned in 2008 because <laughs> they did that for the Beijing Olympics. They took pictures like the way that you were just standing right now. Okay, but I'm just trying to say that these women are doing plastic surgery to make their <laughs> eyes look like that, okay? Hey, remember a long time ago you asked me if I'm embarrassed to be a man? <laughs> <laughs> yes. When you hear about this stuff, are you embarrassed to be a woman? No. Good. Me neither. Yeah. 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 I don't Good. speak for them. They don't speak yeah. for me. No. <laughs> yeah. But also Ariana Grande, I feel like famously doesn't have like a look. Like she just turns into whoever it is that she's like dating or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, Probably. like she used to, she used to look like a little Latina Barbie doll. She's Italian American from New Jersey slash Florida. Like she's, I don't know. She yeah. yeah. She's from Jersey. She's from Bergen County. Is she really? Oh. Yeah. What and then she moved to Florida her? when she was little. Oh. And then she came oh, back she's like a Nickelodeon to pursue. Kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that happened with Ariana Grande. And uh, yeah, she's just, she's uh, Miss Steal Your Man. But like the men that she's stealing, I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> Did you really have to steal this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what's the effort on stealing this one? I, I exactly. feel like... It's like going to quick check and like stealing one of those like you know just like the single Reese's pieces <laughs> that are like that are there for like ten cents. Just grab a couple, shove yeah. them in your pocket. Why are we stealing this? Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't even call it stealing. She's like taking the free breath mints that they leave you at the doctor's office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I have uh, another story to share with you. Um, I'm just gonna read you the headline. Okay, it's about the Jonas Brothers. Oh, okay. we're keeping it Jersey today. <laughs> Joe Jonas isn't embarrassed about shitting his pants during 2019 Jonas Brothers show. No, oh, 2019? <laughs> Wait, how old is Joe? Joe Jonas? Yeah. I'm going to say they're all in their 30s. They're in their 30s. So Joe Jonas was probably in his 30s when he was shitting his pants? Yeah. <laughs> It says, let's just say it was a bad day to choose to wear white clothing, the singer explained in a recent interview. Why oh, did God. you? Why? No. Why did you ex explain that? What's <laughs> yeah, the point of this? <laughs> By the way, this is on Rolling Stones. Rolling Stone. No, Rolling, not stones. Stone. Not multiple What's stones. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just wild that he would share that with somebody. Um, is there any background to it? Um, let me see. Let me see. I didn't actually even read the article. I just saw the headline and I was like, I think we need to talk about this. Um, no. he said, he said, essentially he put too much faith in his bowels and it backfired. Joe, we've all been no. there. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just, uh, I just got back from work. Um, and it was a slow day. And for about half an hour, we talked about like, you know, when we smoke up, what we're concerned about, what we get paranoid about. Mm -hmm. And one of my coworkers said, you know, I'm just worried about my stomach getting upset. Like mm -hmm. that's my number one concern. Mm -hmm. And I remembered that sometimes when I'm in that state, that is my biggest concern because I'm like, 
oh my god, what if I shit myself right now? And then I'm like, of course I'm not going to shit myself. I've been I've been high before. That's never happened before. And then I'm like, you know, everybody that has shit their pants at some point said to themselves, I am not, I'm not going to shit my pants. And then it <laughs> happened. You don't know until it happens. So that is a concern of mine also. <laughs> so apparently he talked about this because there's, um, it happened during a concert. And I'm going to read you. Yeah, exactly what you just said. Something that I've never told anyone. Well, I was with a few friends yesterday and we were talking about, you know, like there's a point in your life as an adult where you remember the last time you shit your pants. This was about four years ago. It's fresh, but I've been able to work through it with a lot of therapy. Let's just say it was a bad day to choose to wear white clothing. Uh, you think it You think it may have been a little too, and it might have been a little something else, a little something extra. <laughs> there was a wardrobe change halfway through the show, and maybe it was uh, a little bit like, oh, that's an interesting choice to change clothes that quickly. It wasn't bad enough. To every, anybody noticed, so Jonas just... Ha- has just carried the story with him until now so that's a story i've never told anyone that's just real life and i was it was also a light one it wasn't a full it was just uh, enough for me to be able to tell this tale and i'm like you know if it wasn't a full poop i think you could have kept this to yourself joe yeah exactly there's no reason to share the story joe it's this kind of one really... yeah yeah maybe just uh, keep this to yourself just get now do you know the famous sports uh shitting your pants story no so it's apparently sports shitting happens all the time. Um, yeah. Football players like linemen apparently mm-hmm. shit themselves all the time while they're on the field to play. And they oh, piss wow. themselves all the time. Yeah. Oh my God. But the most famous one is the 2008 uh, NBA finals. Yeah. Um, Paul Pierce <gasps> drove to the basket. Right. <gasps> and he came down hard. Right. And then he was on the ground grabbing his leg. And it looked like, at the point, it looked like Paul Pierce was going to be out for the complete series because uh-huh. he was just like, in, he was writhing in pain. And they brought out a wheelchair for him to take him off the court. And he got like a standing ovation. It was at the Boston Garden. Everybody's really worried or whatever, right? And they take him into the locker room. He comes out like 15 minutes later and he's all hopped up and he's all excited. And everyone, and he comes back and the Celtics <laughs> won that series, right? So everyone's like, oh, my God, Paul Pierce is such a hero. There's been an urban legend for years that what actually happened is Paul Pierce shit himself on the floor, (laughs) right? And he didn't want to get up and he didn't walk around because the poop would come out of his shorts, which is the reason why he needed the wheelchair, right? Um, So that's been the urban legend because everyone's like, either Paul Pierce was faking how bad the knee injury is or something else was happening because he looked like he was dead. Like, he looked like he was dying. Um, and like and like two years ago Paul Pierce confirmed that he had shit himself like he pooped himself in the middle of the NBA finals yeah that is the reason why wow but then recently I just googled it while you were talking about it and it says that he maybe seemed to have changed his story again and he says Paul, don't believe the rumors well he's the one that he's the one that confirmed it first of all also Paul Pierce is going through some shit Paul Pierce was, he became like a commentator for ESPN after he retired. Uh Um, And then he went on Instagram live um, and he had, uh, he was having a marijuana fueled party with um, some entertainers. And then he got fired from, uh, from ESPN as a result. And um, he was on during this year's finals with Kevin Garnett on some, some other live chat or whatever. And he was talking about like escorts that he's hired and stuff like that. He's a mess. Paul Pierce, get some help. (laughs) Paul Pierce, put on a Depends. 
<laughs> Get it together. Yeah. You doing Paul Pierce. Um, okay. Uh, I had another thing to discuss with you, which is have you seen the news about a report that came out that details that President Biden actually has a very short temper and often has profane outbursts with staffers yeah. behind closed doors. That makes me happy. Good. I, right. Good okay. Joe. Isn't yeah. that weird? Like I saw this and I was like, good for you, Joe. Despite the White House's effort to tailor an ice cream loving grandfather public image for him, President Joe Biden reportedly has a short temper and often lashes out at officials of all ranks in his administration behind scenes. Current and former aides to the president recall him saying, God damn it, how the fuck don't you know this? Don't fucking bullshit me. Get the fuck out of here at various points in his tenure. Well, you know. Cast my vote right now. I'm all in. I love this. Okay, here's another one. The report detailed the 80-year-old president's interrogations of staff are so common and it's an indiscriminate that they've become to know they've become known as stump the chump or stump the dummy. <laughs> that sounds like no. bore on the floor. <laughs> uh, do you remember when the ACA got passed? Yeah. And Barack Obama was like giving um he was doing a press conference or whatever to announce it. Yeah, Joe Biden came up to him and he was caught on mic saying this is a big fucking deal. And everybody yeah. loved that. There would yeah. be nothing better for Joe Biden's image than to hear him curse out loud. Nothing yeah. would make me happier because like all this sleepy Joe bullshit, you know? Yeah. Joseph Robinette Biden, you, <laughs> you Irish American sailor. I love that for him. Yeah, from Scranton. I thought he was from Delaware. He's from Scranton. He moved oh, okay. to Delaware. All right. Yeah, he's originally well, from Scranton. The, the region. But yeah, I mean, that makes sense. If you've yeah, ever right. had to drive down 95, you're a bit of a sailor. <laughs> if you've ever had to drive through New Jersey Turnpike, you've cursed. You've cursed. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, I find myself, because uh, I had to drive, actually. It's funny. I was on the Turnpike last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and my biggest pet peeve, it turns out, we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. is misuse and abuse of the passing lane. Of course. It is the it is the worst thing a human being can do, honestly. I think it's worse than it's worse than fratricide. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse than shitting your pants barely and then telling the whole world about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um so yeah, I I don't know I don't know what where this started, but yes, I also curse on the parkway and the yeah. Parkway. yeah. Yeah, also passing lane if you're in the left lane and you are not driving at least 10 miles over the speed limit, just go home. The what point you, you like, look at the context clues. Like you should be <laughs> passing. By. I, I'm very excited about this. Um, <laughs> like if you're not passing the people in the middle lane, then you should not be in the passing lane. Like nobody's telling, nobody's forcing you to speed. You're not yeah. being forced to go to the passing lane. But if you're going to be in the passing lane, Use it properly. Yeah, exactly. I agree. People yeah. have places to go, and you're just getting in their way. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And I need to get there two minutes earlier. It, it is important. Isn't there to me. such a joy when, like, the GPS says that you? We went through this when we drove up to upstate New York. When the GPS says that you're going to be at a place, my that and the entire car ride, I'm like, this is a video game, and I'm getting there <laughs> earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm in a competition with myself and this Absolutely. robot. Absolutely. The exactly. Robot lady. 
<laughs> me and Siri are in a fight and I'm going to get there first. And I, I love it. Like even today I had to drive, uh, I had to like pick up, I had to go do a bunch of stuff. I had to pick one kid up and then drop another kid off and then pick another kid up and take him to another thing. And at one point I was like, oh, I had to be somewhere at four. And the GPS mm-hmm. said that it would take us 16 minutes. So we would get there at 4.06. And I was like, like hell it will. Got there right you, at four o'clock. Wait, you cut six minutes in a 16 minute drive? Yeah. You're insane. That's crazy. <laughs> I've been I've been known, like if you're driving and this is really fucked up. They should take my license. If I am in a residential street and you're driving too slow, I'm a fucking pass you. No, on a residential street? I'm a monster. You're a monster. What's wrong with you? <laughs> hey, speaking of monsters, um, you watched the new Mission Impossible, and you've been you on record ass, talking yes. about, uh, what is his name? It's not Thomas Cruz, right? It is Thomas Mapather Cruz. Map- Um, you've been on record. You love Tom Cruise. You love TC. There's that video of him eating popcorn and looks like he's got a wig on. It's like his version of like the Nicole Kidman AMC thing. I don't know what it is. It's, Mm -hmm. have you seen that video of him eating popcorn and being like really excited about watching movies? No, I haven't seen that, but it's um... it's like a grainy, I don't know. It's, it looks like it was shot with like a Blackberry from 2007. It's very weird, Uh but he's just excited. He's like very excited about being back at the movies you know because every time he talks he's always talking about being how Mm -hmm. excited he is for to be back at the movies so fucking weird but you watch the new mission impossible and you love him Mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask you first um my husband also went to go watch this i think with you yeah he did and he said that uh tommy's age is showing he it is it is so yes he does so i mean you say he looks haggard. The man is 61. You know okay. what I mean? Let's, let's sure. cool it with the haggard talk. Um, okay. I mean, I look haggard and I'm 37. So Exactly. He looks like he looks like he's in his 50s at this point. Um, and the thing about like his videos about like welcoming people to the movies, this is the second time that I've seen it. It also there was another video before Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Where it's just Tom Cruise. He just shows up before the movie starts and he says, "Hey, Thank you for coming to the cinemas. <laughs> and then he says, like, we'll see you at the movies or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Somehow, Tom Cruise has become, like, the industry's, like, go-to guy for, like, um, for welcoming people back to the theaters. Because, you know, all that stuff went away during COVID. Um, so the industry is, like, Tom Cruise is, like, the number one movie star. He's a person that we turn to for welcoming people back to the movies. Which okay. I, I find that I find that great. I find that, you know, he's, he's okay, uh, I'm going to send it to you. I found the clip. It's on Twitter. I'm going to play it right now. Hold on for the people. It's just, it's just, a, it's like a three second clip of him saying, I love my popcorn movies. Popcorn. Movies. Popcorn. I love my popcorn. <laughs> movies. Popcorn. <laughs> First of all, who made this video? What's going on here? Is this a Scientology bunker? Like, what is this? Who gave him this big bucket of popcorn? Um, and his it's hair, so strange. His... And then his hair, real. What is going on with it? That's not his real hair. No, I think it is his real hair. It, that shaggy hair. It's obviously dyed to hell. 
Like it is, okay. I'm sure, and I'm sure there's like plugs and all those other stuff inside of it, right? There's a couple of pieces I, in there. There's a couple of pieces in there. And then, you know, you actually notice that during the movie also. His hair isn't always perfect. Now, what I think is happening is Tommy gets some work done. Um, no. And Tommy needs to hide the work under the hair. That oh, is the reason why a the facelift. Yep. He did the thing. He's doing the thing, the Asian he's, he's Yeah, he's doing the Asiatic guys. Um, so I think that's what's happening. Um, and also his, you know, it's sad, man. Like it's, you know, time, father time is undefeated. Tom Cruise <laughs> looks old now. Oh, um, but does that stop me from loving him? Absolutely not. Was Mission Impossible 7 a great time? Of course it was. It's a Tom Cruise movie. It's always a great time. What's okay, there not a, to love? I have a question for you. You are for some reason with Tom Cruise, you are able to completely separate him as like a person and him yeah. as like an entertainer. Why is yeah. that? I mean, I think I'm able to compartmentalize like that with him because honestly, what do I care about his personal life? Right? Like he, to me, by the time that I uh, learned of Tom Cruise, he was already the number one movie star in the world. Right? I think mm-hmm. when, when we learned about him, like, late early 90s probably mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and i wasn't like a huge tom cruise fan at the beginning i think the first actually the first uh movie tom cruise movie that i watched was the first mission impossible in the theaters mm-hmm. um and then i watched jerry Maguire, and i was like mm-hmm. oh this guy's pretty great right um, and then i do love that movie we so should do you know i don't i think i've only watched that movie once i should watch it and we should do a recap of jerry Maguire. i used to yeah i've watched jerry Maguire way too many times <laughs> too many times <laughs> Too many times. But by the time the second Mission Impossible movie came out, I was like, this guy's just great. This mm-hmm. guy is awesome. He's just so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes great movies. All of his movies are always amazing. What's there not to love, right? The problem with Tom Cruise, obviously, is I think there's two There's two Tom Cruises, right? There's AC and DC, which is before couch and after couch. Right? <laughs> before uh, couch Tom Cruise, I think most people would love him. Like, love him. Before Loved him. And he was like a sex symbol and all mm-hmm. those things, right? After Couch, Tom Cruise is a different type of person. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody thinks of him as a sex symbol anymore because he, he's a weirdo. probably a lunatic. Yeah, he's a lunatic. Yeah. Um, But to me, he was never really like a sex symbol for me. All I cared about are the movies, right? And I really like action movies and I really like the Mission Impossible movies. And as an action movie fan, the one thing that I see over and over again is that he really gives a shit about how good the movies are. All mm-hmm. of his movies are always very good, right? Mm-hmm. That's all I want from an actor. What do I mm-hmm. care about his personal life, right? And of course, if there, if 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 it's like really problematic, like if it's a Kevin Spacey situation, mm-hmm. that's different, right? Mm-hmm. But we're also dealing with somebody, and he's probably the only person in the world that has been like the number one movie star. For 40 years. You don't know how to deal with that. Of course you're a little weird. Like you are told that you are, you know, you're told that you're like this God figure, godlike figure, right? So of course he's a little bit weird and whatever he needs to like do to deal with that shit. I'm fine with it. All I want to do is I want to watch Tom Cruise run and I want to see him jump. And I do him, and I want to see him do some stunts and just have a great time. You accidentally said I want to do him, which I love. You know, the thing is, I don't think I've ever really wanted to do Tom Cruise. I guess okay. maybe. Jerry, I would do Jerry, Jerry Maguire and Tom Cruise. Would you do Tom Cruise or would you do Jude Law? 
like right now? <laughs> I think Jude Law. Jude Law forever. I think, I think Jude Law forever, if I'm being honest with myself. The story, mm-hmm. I'd go Tom Cruise. Yeah, because you, yeah. you care about people's personalities, you weirdo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Tom Cruise, here's the thing. I think like in the early 2000s, um, I think that Tom Cruise has a lot of control on like i think he had more uh not control what is it i think he had more influence on people and like pop culture in the early 2000s so i feel like the the shit that he used to say back then was problematic like that interview that i sent you that started coming up on the on um twitter of like him with matt lauer famously problematic matt lauer Mm -hmm. um talking about how psychiatrics are bad and the pharmaceutical industry is terrible and he knows the history of pharmaceuticals and matt doesn't and yeah, like he's like glib. he's he Matt's being glib. He's yeah. like judging Brooke Shields for like taking medication for postpartum depression. Yeah. He's trying to yeah. say that postpartum depression is like made up. There's no such thing as chemical imbalances, all this stuff, right? Like it's all so yeah, that stuff is bad. That's like there's no question there that saying stuff like that is deeply problematic, it's dangerous, it's not good to for somebody with the amount of influence he had to say stuff like that. I do think that today. Today, 2023, nobody's getting fucking influenced by Tom Cruise. Like, Of course not. Like, I think that we're past the age of like anybody giving a shit like what he has to say, really. And that's why I think he actually doesn't really have a lot to say. He just shows up, eats his popcorn. He loves his movies. He loves his yeah. popcorn. He's just somehow become like the number one like stuntman in the world. And I don't know when the hell that happened. Like when he <laughs> turned into like Jackie Chan. And you know, the one thing is, his stunts actually are distracting now. So, like for the mission and for this mission impossible, you know the big stunt is he uh, yeah. jumps a motorcycle off of the side of a mountain and then he yeah, parried. yeah. So everyone like I was waiting for that scene in the movie, right? And then it finally comes, and you realize that it's actually distracting because you're like, oh my god, Tom Cruise actually did that, and it takes you out of the movie. Mm. So at this point, I think it's more of just like a marketing thing or whatever. But like to go back to like 2005 right it's like pre-twitter or anything like that yes it was problematic yes it's it was a dumb thing to say but and i also wrong don't thing, think and wrong I don't, wrong thing to say yes absolutely yeah. wrong right he also wasn't influencing anybody like nobody was like oh you know what tom cruise said that you shouldn't take pills so i'm gonna stop taking pills i don't think that's i think most people are just like tom cruise is fucking weird like we shouldn't be listening to this i know well that's i think the, i think that I try not to think about Scientology because, you know, I think all religions are cult, in, cult, including our own. Our own religion can be a cult sometimes, right? Of so course. a lot of times. That's how it spreads. That's how, that's how all religions spread. That's how religion spreads. <laughs> yeah. They get you young for a reason. This shit is embedded into our soul. <laughs> Indoctrination is very real across the board. So, like, I do think that there's, you know, there's all of that and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. My my husband had a great time watching that movie. He And then the night before he went to go watch that movie, he was watching the very – or maybe it was the next night. He was watching the very first Mission Impossible movie, I think, last yeah. last Friday night or something. He was like, yeah, I'm going watched- to put this on. I may have watched all six Mission Impossible movies in the three weeks leading up to uh, Mission Impossible 7. Had a great time. Great. Did you know, uh, what's his name? Charlie, no, not Charlie Sheen. Emilio Estevez is in the first Mission Impossible movie. He he gets killed real quick. (gasps) Spoiler alert. With with an elevator, I think he, I think he runs into like like an elevator shaft or something like that. He dies really quickly. Rough stuff. Mm -hmm. Tough look for Mighty Ducks. Anyway, but how do you feel about Tom Cruise? You know, I love Tom Cruise, right? I don't like, feel you about get excited. him. 
You don't feel anything about him? I don't feel about him. But, but, whenever I've watched a Tom Cruise movie, like, I don't care about the Mission Impossible Tom Cruise. I love that movie, um, uh, Day and Night. That is such a good movie with yes. him and Cameron Diaz. A great time. Hilarious. Yeah, it's, so it's the best. Yeah, like Tom Cruise and Tropic Thunder. Amazing. So funny, right? Like, exactly. I... I don't care for Tom Cruise, the action star. I care for the other. Like, I like the rom-com comedy uh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. I was yeah. thinking, like, my favorite Tom Cruise, and I think Tom Cruise's favorite Tom Cruise is Mission Impossible Tom Cruise. That's why he's done, like, he's going to have, like, eight movies or whatever. Yeah. And I think I think secretly he believes that he's Ethan Hunt because he's a yeah. wacko. Like, he yeah. really believes that he's a savior or whatever. Which is the reason why he's at the beginning of all these movies. He's like, "Hey, thanks for coming to the cinema. I saved, I saved this industry or whatever." Right. Um, <laughs> so I like watching those movies because I like I'm like an action movie fan. But like any Tom Cruise movie, it's always you can at least see like okay, even if it's not like a great movie, you can say, "Oh, okay, this is the reason why Tom Cruise did it because yeah. there's effort in it. The story is usually pretty good. It's like a great production. What more do you want?" What more do I want out of an actor yeah. than him just putting out the best possible product, right? Sure. I don't really give a shit what he, what his personal life is like. I'm not, you know, whatever. Also, whatever, also, so what? Who cares? Also, you are a man in this world, usually protected by most things and not impacted what does by that most have things. To do? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I just like in, to in remind this situation. You. Yeah, I, you know, I do, I, I do need the, reminders that I am, in fact, in the room. <laughs> protection of <laughs> protection of the privilege that it is of you uh, to be a man in this world. Hold on, I'm looking up Tom Cruise's filmography because yes, Ethan Hunt is probably my favorite Tom Cruise because he's been played so many times. Mm-hmm. But maybe actually, it may be it may actually be Jerry Maguire. Yeah, Jerry you Maguire love. I feel like Jerry Maguire, and you know what? Maybe I need to watch Jerry Maguire to appreciate Jerry Tom Maguire. Cruise. And a few good men. Have you seen a few good men? No. Oh my god, that's some good Tom Cruise. All right, great Tom Cruise. Is he in Rain Man? He is in Rain Man, but he is not the Rain Man. Dustin Hoffman is the Rain. Yeah, I know Dustin Hoffman is in that. Okay, all right. Have you seen Edge of Tomorrow? No. Yeah, I may have. You know what? You know what? My husband, he likes TC, and he will randomly put on Tom Cruise. Like Minority Report is like one of his favorite movies. Amazing. Also, just great. He's so talented. He's so good. I'm like looking at this list, right? There isn't one movie where I'm like, this. Oh, yeah, actually, I see one. Have you seen Lions for Lambs? No. I may be the only I, person that's seen this movie. I think so. I've seen the, what's the other one? The um, the one where he goes to Japan. Uh, That is The Last the Samurai. Last, the Last Samurai. Yeah. Great. Great time. Okay. Did you not have fun? I didn't. You did it? No. How do you not like that movie? It's a good movie. I was like, okay. Good for oh, you. Man. Alliance well, for Lambs is Tom Cruise, Meryl Streep, Robert oh. Redford, oh. Andrew Garfield, wow. Michael Pena. Yeah. Wow. He, he plays a Republican senator in it. Tom okay. Cruise does. And is he great in it? Of course he's great in it. You know what I mean? Like, he's not my favorite Republican senator ever portrayed on film or anything like that. But anything you give him to do, he'll do it. And that's all I want out of my... He's a robot. He's a robot. Yeah, he is a robot. Through. I know. He is a, 
He is a genitalless robot that he's just a runs and he's a candle that runs and jumps and puts himself in harm's way for my entertainment. What more do I want from this person? <laughs> he loves movies and he loves popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to wrap this chat up because I got to go get ready for my evening. Oh, for your um, Barbie viewing? You should get that ticket to the 1015 huh. show. Let me see if I can find tickets. AMC. Oops. Don't give away all of our information. It's okay. By the time this episode comes out, um, we will have already watched the movie. We will already have been set. But while he looks that up, that's the end of this episode. And I will be back tomorrow with a little mini baby recap of Rehalsos of OC. And I'm also going to talk about Project Runway because it's so good this season. Is it? It's excellent. That's a best show. Okay. Top Chef and Project Runway, 10 out of 10. Do you know that Badma Lakshmi quit Top Chef? I think you told me that. Yeah, she retired. What happened? Why? Did, why? did she retire? Okay. I think she thought that she realized that Top Chef is a little too pretentious for her. She wants to focus on more um, like uh, smaller cooks and stuff. Like it's too fancy of a show. That's great. I'm happy for Padma. She was also on the show for 20 years before she I know. Realized. No, I know. <laughs> It's fine. She's doing um, Taste of America, which is actually really good. That's an amazing show that she hosts. Okay. So I think she wants to do more stuff like that. She doesn't want to do Top Chef anymore. I don't blame her. She, her. she packed her boobs and left. <laughs> please pack your boobs. <laughs> please pack your boobs and go. Padma, I'm Aww. sorry. Please I'm pack sorry. your boobs and go. <laughs>